So I think I need to try a new pair. Oh no, I'm having, having troubles. Oh, that's my son. Tiffany's mad. I'm Susanna. And I'm Audrey, and this is Everything is Coffee. A podcast for dreamers and go-getters. Who also like to have a glass of wine and watch trashy reality TV from time to time. We're two copywriters who said peace out to our previous careers and publishing and teaching to do what we want for a living instead. And this is where we talk about, well, everything. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Everything is Coffee. My name is Audrey. And I'm Susanna. And if you hear some residual background noise, that would just be my son and my husband um, doing bath time. It's almost bedtime here in California for one toddler. So and we live in a very small house. You hear residual noise for me. It's me drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> Two different ASMR like vibes happening. In our, microphone. In our homes. <laughs> yeah. I I found out that one of my best friends falls asleep to ASMR TikTok. What? Okay, so like, like what kind of noises? So there are these people that do like live streams on TikTok just of them like I don't even know like doing all that ASMR stuff like tapping on the phone microphone and like I don't like any noise like enough no. to hear it that much except for like now that we have a kid and he has white noise on in his room at night that noise does kind of help me sleep but that's just a plain continual like you just don't even notice it after a while yeah I actually I fall asleep every night to like rain sounds on my hat yeah but I don't want to hear someone swallowing like what that's a terrible one (laughs) or like water dripping I yes. hate the sound of water. Like Ugh. bathtub water is gross to me. I don't know why. It's disgusting. I know. And then like, I think she said that like, <laughs> I hate this word, <laughs> but like some lady on there, like she'll like squirt lotion and like, oh. <laughs> how is that calming? Especially when you're trying to go to bed. That would raise my cortisol. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep. That's no, terrible. I would hear your friend is a psychopath. Sorry, oh my God. sorry to them. He <laughs> is Kelsey. If you're listening, this is for you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Kelsey. I think I'd like you otherwise, but that's really psychotic. <laughs> I I thought she was lying honestly when she told us that she started falling asleep to it, and then Krista and I, this is like when we all lived together, realized that she wasn't lying, and she really does fall asleep to that, and I'm bothered wow. by it when I think about yeah, it. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> So what, okay, switching gears, what are you loving this week other than <laughs> not loving ASMR? <laughs> well, it, transition on my part. I loved that. Well, it's sleep related. So it, oh. it was a transition. So I am really loving wearing pajamas to bed, like actual pajamas. I have been thinking literally yesterday I was like I'm so over sweatpants in a t-shirt mm-hmm. for bed and I have like two pairs of pajama pajamas but they're really not that comfy I want ones that are like actually comfortable and cute yep they don't have- even need to be matching but like yeah yeah I have been wearing I have like six pairs of pajamas they're all from Target um and they're all like little button button down with shorts um they're really really soft material they're so yeah I think I might have these yeah Yeah, with like the collar yes I've been wearing them to bed every night it makes me feel like a little more pulled together Mm -hmm. and I also I I wake up really hot sometimes in the middle of the night and that's especially if I'm wearing like a huge t-shirt which is what I usually wear to bed yeah and so yeah and I some people are like, just wear a tank top or like a sports bra to bed or I, and sports I'm bra. Like, what? Yeah. My sister sometimes says she wears like just a sports bra to bed. That is too combining. And I, I know, I also, I know, I also need to breathe. Right. <laughs> and I also know that there's like people who sleep naked and that's cool. Like do that. Do no, that. no, no, not me. But it's not me. I also live in an apartment and I'm thinking like if the fire alarm goes off in the middle of the night or something. Mm-hmm. I feel much better about myself in like pajama sets. 
and like just put a robe over it than I do either having to get dressed or wearing my ratty old shirts from high school. So that is what I'm loving. And I actually got really lucky because I had ordered two of these pairs of pajamas from Target. It was like just some more. They never came. So I filed like a, my package is lost thing. Missing package report. Yeah. And they sent me new ones and refunded me for it. And then literally last week, like out of, it's been like two months since these came in the mail. Like last week I got this beat up ass package delivered to my door and I have my pajamas in it. So now I have extras. I've reinforced. I was going to say, how do you have six of these? That's a lot. It's almost one for every night of the week. Yeah. Um, I think I have those pajamas too, but I got, I got them a couple years ago and my button like doesn't stay like the button is a slippy button. You know what I mean? So it doesn't stay close. So I think I need to try a new pair. Oh no. I'm having troubles. Hi, Wally. That's my son. He's mad. (laughs) I, you know what? I would be honestly pissed if someone made me take a bath, like what to do every night too. Not that I, I don't know. I'm sure he wanted to like, keep running around and eating his yeah. veggie straws and he's, like, he's probably getting his teeth brushed right now, which we do in the bath <laughs> efficiency. <laughs> he's probably unhappy. He'll be okay. okay. He'll read a book soon. Um, Unlike Wally, what are you loving this week? <laughs> <laughs> bath time. No, just kidding. Um, no, I had like such a hard time. Sometimes I'm just like, what do I love this week? Like, why what do I not love? be hard? <laughs> But I came to a conclusion. I've been watching a new to me show on Peacock, but it's going to be on Bravo soon. I think like really soon in the next week or so. Um, It's Below Deck Down Under. It's like the Australian version. And I've watched other Below Decks and they're always pretty good. This is probably my favorite by far. I don't really binge shows just I don't know the stage of life that I'm in, but I've been watching this every single night, like one or two episodes Mm -hmm. It is so good and so entertaining. And there's this girl named Asia who's from New Zealand, who is like the funniest. She was on another below deck. I think maybe below deck med. I can't remember, but she's been on a couple other seasons, but now she's on this whole new like franchise down under. So if anyone has seen the other ones she's on, you probably know and love her. Um, anyways, it's just so good. It's just such like a light, fun watch. If you like anything Bravo, oh, he is so mad. <laughs> if you like anything Bravo, you will really like this show or just like reality. Um, Pause. Well, I'm, I'm going to like bounce back off of you and add another loving then because you said you don't binge shows. Okay. I'm the same way. A lot of the time, like I love TV, but it's a lot for me to actually watch things, like fully binge them. And this weekend, I listened to the millions of people who had told me to watch The Summer I Turned Pretty on Prime. Oh, yeah. Have you read the book too? No, I haven't. I haven't read the book. I got bought it on Kindle and I started it, but like, I'm not that into YA. I don't like it as much. I loved it when I was younger. So I, I may go back and read it, but I was like, I don't want yeah. to read it. No. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I I watched all of it. <laughs> I watched it all in an afternoon and then one in like yesterday morning or the whatever. The next day, sobbed at the end. It is – What? It's a beautiful show. It has like a undercurrent of like female friendship with the moms. That's what yeah. you cry. Oh, yeah. I like that. I would really recommend Oh, okay. I've heard a lot of people talking about it, but I'm just like, I didn't like, like, uh, oh no, I can't remember the name now. What was that like coastal show? <laughs> so not, um, Outer Banks. Okay. I didn't like that show. Outer Banks? Outer Banks. Did you just say Outer Banks or did I just yeah. say that out of air? Well, they're totally, no, I said that. Okay. They're totally different. Okay. I consider yeah. like, I think of, that's what I think of when I think of a YA type of show. Totally. And I did not get into that one. Oh, I but... do love Outer Banks. This <laughs> is like, this is so cheesy. It is cheesy. But people were saying that the summer I turned pretty was cheesy. And I, I didn't really think it was, I thought it was really cute. 
Really? Okay, okay. I'll give it a try. But if people are saying it's cheesy, I might say it out. <laughs> I usually think that things are cheesy. Like if someone says something is cheesy, I'm probably going to agree. But yeah. I really didn't think this was cheesy. Maybe like a tiny bit of the acting yeah. was like kind of cheesy. But I don't know. It was just – it was a really sweet story. I really yeah. loved it. I'm like – yeah, I would really recommend that you binge that next Okay, maybe once I finish Blue Deck Down Under, I'll do The Summer I Turned Pretty. Down Under. Down Under. What are you learning this week? So I am learning straight from therapy. Shout out to my girl, Lizzie. Um, Love it. We were talking the other day about something that I haven't really thought about before, and it was just simply asking people how – they want you to show up for them before you choose how you're going to show up for them mm-hmm. and vice versa. So what I mean by this is like, say someone is telling you about something they're upset about, or you're telling someone something you're upset about or excited about or whatever, like instead of feeling like you have to have all the answers or feeling like, I don't know, you don't know what to say, asking them like, do you need, I guess, just to support? Do you need advice do you need I don't know anything like that and that was really yeah just listening have you done this one before I feel like you might have done this learning lol because if I have then this then this popped right back up in therapy last week I'm pretty sure but it was like you're talking about now, listeners, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe Susie and I just had a separate conversation about this, but I'm pretty sure a few weeks ago you were talking about, it was more so like being on the like receiving end though, asking other people how mm-hmm. you want them to show up for you. Mm-hmm. But, okay, but yeah. this is more so you yes. trying to support someone else and listening to them and either saying wow (laughs) no no it's a little different it's a little different (laughs) can we tell that this has been a common thread in my therapy discussions lately (laughs) I think it bears repeating so not a big deal but I was like this sounds familiar familiar (laughs) yeah you're on a you're actually probably right and the more I think about that I think you are so in case someone needed a double reminder that's like really learning like actually like really trying to learn if it's yeah no those repeated lessons like that's that's how you know it's real it's real it's real learning (laughs) yeah sorry I I did not mean to interrupt but I was just like this this sounds really familiar but I told her I I told her I was like have you noticed like common threads come up in our therapy sessions and she said well, yeah, but that's the, that's the point of going to therapy. And I was like, okay, because I'm such a one and done person that I want to talk through something mm-hmm. and I want to be like, okay, healed, move on. Check that one off. We Check talked about this issue. Here's the solution. No, that's too, like, I found that in relationships too, like with John and I, we, you just have the same fights or similar fights again and again. And when we've done like couples therapy, I'm always like, So it's kind of the same thing we've already talked about a million other times, but there's always, there's always something new to dissect about it. And in therapy, it's nice because I feel like they're not about trying to like give you the solution. They're trying, they, they try to guide you into understanding why you feel this way or why this keeps coming up for you or like what from your past it reminds you of. And that's, helpful for me at least. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I get triggered by this because X, Y, and Z in my childhood, like led me to be a certain type of way or whatever, yeah. not to go <laughs> to Thera- my own issues. Therapy is elite. The goat. The goat. Well, what are you yeah. learning this week? So I am learning that. So I like go through stages of like, oh, I want to do like, like different grocery store stages. So I have my closest grocery store is Rayleigh's, which is kind of like a Smith's or an Albertson's, which is fine. Give it a B rating. (laughs) Then there's also, we, we have an Oliver's, which is like our local, like really high end, like more expensive than Whole Foods. 
Um, and I like, we go there, like if we need a couple like small things on the weekends, our Trader Joe's and our Whole Foods are far away. Whole Foods is the farthest away. But what I'm learning is there is no more premium grocery store experience than Whole Foods. Like, I think that is top tier and it is a bit more expensive, but I think it's worth it. Like the amount of less stress that I feel going to a Whole Foods versus some of these other places. I mean, I love Trader Joe's too, but it's just so stressful. The parking lot alone is very stressful. And they don't have like random items at Trader Joe's. Yes. Yeah. If, if I need, like, what was one thing I needed something so basic the other day. And I was like, do you guys have whatever this was? It was something so, so basic. I couldn't get corn there once. Like they didn't have corn. Yeah. Like random things like that. Like, uh, okay. So I can't just, it's not like a reliable source, but Whole Foods, a little bit more costly, but if you have a prime membership, you get discounts. If you shop produce that's like in season, it actually is not that crazy expensive. Like I spent $85 at Whole Foods for like four or five days worth of food the other week. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's so, really, yeah. Like it's that three, yeah. That 365 brand is like not, yeah. it's like not that expensive compared to no. everything else. The only thing I've ever like noticed was always more expensive at Trader Joe's is or at Whole Foods is cheese. <laughs> cheese is like yeah at Whole Foods, but it's not like it's that expensive. Like I it, yeah. it's annoying, but I'm like okay, well. But what then up? I when I've gone to like our Rayleigh's here, like I've gotten cheese before multiple times, brought it home, and then I open it and it's moldy. So I'm like, mm. at least I can rely on expensive Whole Foods cheese. <laughs> yeah. But Trader Joe's does win the cheese like competition overall, but just, I don't know. I go like, we are big, I guess, like cookers at home. What am like home, home chefs? <laughs> We're big cookers. <laughs> We're big cookers. We're big, uh, slow cookers. No, <laughs> we just like to home cook our meals. So I feel like I'm getting groceries like a couple times a week and Whole Foods, unfortunately is not close to us, but to me, I just think it is premium experience. Yeah. No, when I moved the trader or the, oh my God, the whole <laughs> is like 1.4 miles for me. That is that close for you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was, oh, like, <laughs> it was like a 15 minute drive from my house. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how it is for us right now. Drive. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That is like super lucky. You could almost like walk that, but not actually not bring that. Yeah, home. not with groceries. I could walk it yeah. and not with groceries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, what is your no this week? I feel like we're yes. doing so good on time. Usually we take know, so long to go through these. Go us. So I feel that way, although I may be wrong. Yeah, same. Um, there are a lot of no's that I could choose from this week, but I chose to keep it light. Okay. My no is the fact that it's literally a hundred and five f-u-c-k-i-n-g degrees here i'm over it i'm pissed i walked outside earlier and i literally got angry i was instantly felt like i was in an irritated oven i hate it i hate that is so funny i was that was going to be we had an insanely hot day a couple weeks ago and that was going to be mine i even have it on my list here of nose that it was 105 degrees here this week today though you're gonna hate me it was like 76 here today let's let's really keep that energy for next (laughs) y'all I'm going to see Audrey next week let's no it's it's getting I know that's gonna be so fun it's gonna get hot next week but damn it (laughs) so sorry so sorry but hot for here is like not it's not compared to Texas today I ran into a friend on a walk and she I was like isn't it a beautiful day like I thought it was like so great and she was like it's so humid today I was like is it I I come from um we moved here from Texas where I melt alive so oh my god it's awful what you're talking about (laughs) and it's funny because when I went to Italy with like the travel group None of them were – well, one guy was from Texas, but most everyone was from, like, New Jersey, New York, um, Chicago. Like, mostly everyone was from that side. 
There were yeah. like two people from California. Um, but most of them were like, oh my God, it's so hot outside one day. And it was like, uh, maybe 80 degrees. And I was like, it feels great. I don't know what y'all are talking about. It feels, <laughs> that's, it feels great. <laughs> that's here too. God, yeah, like it gets past 85. It's like, we're cooking alive. But a lot of people in Northern California also don't have AC. Like the last yeah. place we lived did not have air conditioning. Yeah. And that was that's brutal on the hot, on the hot days, but I just, it hate- cools off at night here at least. Yeah. My, the, the thing that makes me mad, first of all, when it gets hot, the mosquitoes come out. I am a ma- I'm a magnet for mosquitoes. So like Me too. I've been, oh my god, I've been sitting out with my mom's puppy while I've been watching her. I'm actually itching my leg while we talk. I am like covering. Oh. So it's that, but like I've lived here my whole life, and so while I don't like the heat, I'm like fairly used to it. Mm-hmm. But if I walk outside and I'm instantly like. Oh my God, it is so hot. Yeah. That is too much for me. And that is how it has been this week. Like I have not, I haven't taken Holly on a walk in like two weeks now, like a long walk, because even in the morning, it is like at least 85 to 90 degrees and it's too hot. Like I walk her yeah, like walk her to go potty and like take her back, but she's exhausted. She like plops before when we get back. It's too hot for them too. It's yeah. yeah. Oh, that's terrible. See, like there are so many things about California, like the taxes and fire season. I'm like, uh, I could live without them, but the seasons here and the like quality of life and the things to do, like we have beaches, hiking, wineries, restaurants, all within like an hour or less of us. I, yeah. And we I have Greg can't. Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> And Ted Cruz, John Cornyn. (laughs) Welcome to to get not to get political, although I think we but also every single episode at some point. Yeah. Well, what Uh, is your no from you this week? My no. So I know I just went on this whole tangent about grocery stores, but I am in such a cooking slump. Like I just have no desire to even like find fun recipes to try or like yeah cook anything really and I think honestly which this is like my own problem that I'm blaming on the kid but just Wally's like becoming a toddler so like there's very few things he will actually eat and like there's nothing more like infuriating than spending an hour cooking a meal and it takes even longer when you have like a little one like running around just being crazy you know Mm -hmm. um and then you put on their plate and he like windshield wipers his hands and it's all over the floor it's like (laughs) so we automatically cater more towards things we know he'll try to eat but like I don't want to be eating pasta every night of my life so we lose the value yeah and I love pasta, but oh, the kid could eat it for every meal and we just cannot for a lot of reasons. <laughs> and so we'll make like a pasta dish a week, usually, even if we don't really want to, just so we can like at least freeze some of that and have that for him. And I know like some parents would say like, just make what you want to make and serve it to them. And if they don't eat it, like they'll survive. But there's just something, I don't know. I can't just like send my kid to bed after not eating hungry just yeah that makes me feel yucky so then I'm like stuck in this mode of like okay I want to make things that we like also want to make things that he like I likes I don't want to make two meals every night so what the heck do I make so I'm just in this yeah weird thing where I'm like I I don't know and I've talked about this before I love meal planning I love like going through my cookbooks and we're like looking online, finding recipes and that's fun for me, but it's just, I'm in a slump like, and I don't know what to do to get out. And of course, John is like the most easygoing. I'm like, what do you want for dinner tonight? He's like anything. He's one of those people who like truly is good with whatever. Literally anything. He's good. If I, if I'm like, Hey, you cook tonight. He's like, cool. Like he is truly fine with whatever, (laughs) which is great. A lot of the time, especially because I'm usually very decisive, but when I'm not decisive, I'm like, you need to come on, help me out here. <laughs> come on. Damn it. So yeah, I'm just, if anyone has tips for getting out of a slump, my go-to usually is just like, keep it really simple then. Like that's yeah, like tacos, like, pizza night. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. 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 I, I haven't wanted to cook 
the last two weeks either, but I think it like comes down to it's like hot outside. Yeah. <laughs> and that like doesn't make me want to like heat up my kitchen. But when mm-hmm. I've done that in the past, like there are a few recipes I know I always love cooking. Yeah. They're like do those or just make tacos or like, okay, cool. I'm door dashing tonight. Yeah. That's okay. We've been doing a lot of just leftovers and like, it's easier having us both home on the weekends to cook. So we'll cook like fun meals on the weekend and have more like leftovers during the week, which is fine. But mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'll get out of it, but just, you will. Uh, it's annoying to be in it. Yeah. I feel that. Not, people who like, don't care about cooking or like, you know, they're like, that's just not one of their things. They're probably like, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, like, cool. Anyways, go to church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like get over it. Um, but speaking of cooking, that <laughs> is sort of one of our things that we were going to talk about today because we wanted to talk about cheap and or free and or inexpensive ways to romanticize your life, which I feel like is such like a hot topic on like TikTok, TikTok, I'm sure if I was on TikTok, (laughs) I'm sure I would see it a lot, but even on Instagram where I still hang out, it's a a cute thing and just a big thing that people are doing. And I love that it's kind of a trend right now. And I'm sure everyone knows what romanticize means, but I looked at the definition just to see what the actual word, I think that's like a copywriter thing. I want to see what the words behind the word are. And the definition is to make something seem better or more appealing than it really is. So I think like, I think it's just important to do because a lot of, like I was saying with my cooking slump, like so much of our days can become routine and mundane and like stuck in kind of like the same old thing all the time. And so finding little ways and easy ways and cheap ways to romanticize your life and find beauty in like the regular moments and infusing more joy and light into our simple everyday routines, it can be a way to make it all more interesting and fun. And it, it doesn't have to be expensive. And I know Susanna, you're like such a big traveler and like, that's, such a great way to like a big way to romanticize your life but yeah, it doesn't but, always have to be like a big thing like that like we love to travel too I just feel yeah. like we do it less now with the kid but and like ooh. traveling is like such a small part I mean it's a big part of what I love to do life. but it's such a small part of life that like if the only things I ever looked forward to or the trips I was taking I would be a sad mm. person like if I didn't yeah yeah, and Audrey found this really beautiful quote that she dropped in her <laughs> document that I loved, and it's from Novalis, a German poet. I'm sure I didn't pronounce that right, but says, no idea who that is. But I found yeah, this quote. Shout out it. to this dude. Beautiful. <laughs> he truly is a great poet. Um, <laughs> to ro- yeah, based on this, <laughs> to romanticize the world is to make us aware of the magic, mystery, and wonder of the world. It is to educate the senses, to see the ordinary as extraordinary, the familiar as strange, the mundane as sacred, the finite as infinite. Infinite? Infinite. No, I was like, that's kind okay. of a hard one to read. Finite as the infinite. Finite is- no, that was correct. <laughs> I was like questioning that the whole time I like saw that word coming up at the coming end. Coming up. <laughs> finite as infinite. Finite as infinite. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, all of that to say that by just like doing some of these like little tiny things that we're going to talk about or like any of the things like um, it'd be really great or there's a lot of really great ideas and like inspiration in our episode with Kate Eskery about – I was just thinking that that, and I was going to say that. Yeah, about romanticizing just – your little little rituals, like literally from pouring your coffee in the morning all the way to however you decide to go to bed. And so yeah, yeah and her whole there. her whole point in romanticizing those pieces of your life is in the name of health. Because yeah, if you're just sitting there slouched over your computer, like banging out your to-do list just to do it and like just to get it done and not really not really happy or finding ways to like make it lighter along the way. Like that's not good for your mental, physical, any part of your health. But if you can find ways to make it just a little bit lighter, more 
like enjoyable in small ways, that sort of everyday thing can just feel better. Yeah. And as we were sharing these, I feel like I am like also taking notes, like, why don't I do some of these more? This is totally not as like, like teaching on a topic we're pros about. I (laughs) feel like I need to infuse all of these into my life more because I'm such a routine person that I can, I can very easily get stuck in my routine and forget to do little things that just add a little bit more brightness. And that's, that's like going to be my goal for the rest of the years, just to find little ways to little, make every day a little, little bit bright spots, nicer, more, more romantic as our friend Novalis would encourage us to do. Yeah. Well, okay. The first one we have is my, one of my favorites and it is make a playlist for everything. Make a soundtrack to your life. You know, when you are watching movies and you're like the soundtrack just like gets me right in the chest. That was the summer I turned pretty. Okay. So good. But I tend, I listen to podcasts a lot during the day. I listen to audiobooks a lot during the day, but there's just something about a good, like curated playlist while you're doing something like cooking or walking or going to the grocery store or cleaning that like just makes it special. Yeah. Make a playlist for everything. Yes. See, I'm not good at remembering songs so much, but I really like to find a song that I like. And then on Spotify, you can like turn on a radio around that song. And then usually, usually that works out pretty well for me. So that's like a Spotify radio. Yeah. That's like a quick way to do it. If you are not a great playlist curator like myself. Um, and there are so many good playlists too. Like you don't have to. That already exists. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a couple of good ones, but I follow like several, we'll say Kate again. I follow several of Kate's playlists. Um, Sarah and I's, um, friend Sarah Adler has really great playlists on Spotify. Um, we we can link a few of these in the show notes too, but I follow this girl named Talia on Instagram that has really good Spotify playlists. Like you can find some. Yeah. I just opened my Spotify to see like which ones I love. Um, 70s road trip if you like 70s music that's a really good one I love unwind 70s so like I would love 70s road trip okay yeah I would probably love unwind see wild rivers radio is a favorite Uh uh-huh yeah camp yeah we could go on about this this could be a whole podcast this is our own personal preferences but obviously in case you wondered what me and Audrey are listening to (laughs) except for sad like Side note, tangent, I was looking at my on repeat that Spotify does and my top song right now, I'm so embarrassed. The top song I've listened to in the last two months is Makeup Sex by Machine Gun Kelly. So. I've never heard this song. Yeah, you should. In my life. Okay. It's it's pretty catchy, (laughs) but it's the opposite of like romanticizing your life. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sounds like it. Sounds pretty steamy. I don't know how to check those kinds of things. Like I'll show you. You're just so much more techie than me. I'll show you. <laughs> Ours is probably some classical music because we listen to like piano and guitar music before we go to bed every single night. And so that is always our top Love that. Spotify stuff. Love that. Um, so our next little cheap way to romanticize your life is to buy grocery store flowers, which I'm always like, hinty hint, John, I like flowers but I'm like the main grocery store shopper in our relationship just due to the nature of my job and our schedules so I have started well not started I've done this long before I was ever even married but I occasionally will get myself flowers and it doesn't matter that they're not coming from my husband it doesn't matter if they're not coming from someone else it's just such a nice little fun beautiful way to like brighten up your home and take care of them, like switch out the water in them. Or if you get a plant, I love Trader Joe's plants. I've gotten so many of their little like Mm -hmm. pre-potted plants and they are cheap and really cute. Make sure you just water them. You can make a little ritual for like watering them or changing out the water in your flowers. And it's just nice to like have that added color and life in your home. And, um, they smell more oxygen. (laughs) What? Yeah. It supplies more carbon dioxide to your cells. Oh, is it carbon dioxide? I thought it was oxygen. 
isn't we're clearly oxygen, scientists isn't oxygen carbon dioxide no idea like, can okay carb okay i did get an f in kim astri 101 no i got a c in kim 101 i got an f in kim too <laughs> but carbon dioxide is co2 so that's yes. carbon and oxygen yes <laughs> so isn't think- that supposed to explain which one the plates are giving because i don't know still <laughs> I think the plants give off carbon dioxide, but it's like oxygen's included in that. We, we, oh, geez. <laughs> no, you breathe in oxygen, you breathe out carbon dioxide. And I think plants provide more clean oxygen. This is totally like bullshit that I'm trying to remember from like fourth grade science class. Okay. Plants, photosynthesis acts as the lungs of our plants use light and carbon dioxide to make the sugars they need to grow releasing oxygen in the process higher i am a scientist you're right right. plants need atmospheric carbon dioxide to produce food okay i'm gonna shut up anyways we're going on a whole last tangent okay next oh okay Okay, okay, our next one um, is literally keeping your space clean and your spaces organized. And this does not mean you have to be a clean freak at all, but I have noticed, especially since living alone, that if my space is clean and like my stuff is put together, it's so much easier for me to feel romanticized with my life, like more at home in my home, like more relaxed, more. Yeah. It makes something, the definition of romanticized makes something seem better and more appealing. When your home is clean, it feels better and more appealing. It feels more welcoming, feels more cozy. Yeah. Light candles, like take out your trash, pick up your stuff, like wipe down your counters and take you under 10 minutes. Totally. Totally. And those types of things. Mm -hmm. Now I have, I have to go on a quick, like, uh, not pedestal. Oh my gosh. I cannot think of words today. Carbon what dioxide. Is it when you're, <laughs> what is it when you're standing on a soapbox? Soapbox. <laughs> soapbox moment. I used to think that preferring a clean space was a personality thing. Like some people just can live in filth and others like really cannot. And I was one of the people who cannot. And then I moved in with John. He's really getting a lot of airtime. I don't know if it's all positive tonight but um he's gonna be on the podcast eventually he's truly the best he by the way other side note he is like so when Suzanne is in in town am I gonna be on the podcast I was like no yes (laughs) potentially we'll talk about it we'll talk about it let us know friends if you want to see John on the podcast he works in the wine industry and he will talk for days about it. So if you'd like some wine tips, we can, we can make it happen. Honestly, John is great. I asked Audrey a question about natural wine that I wanted her to ask John and John left me a very thorough explanation via voice notes. It was 14 minutes long. Um, he really should do his own little podcast because he could talk for a long time about it, but I digress. He was not the cleanliest person when we moved in together. Like he just, he was one of the people who said he could like that organized chaos didn't bother him. And then, you know, as you do when you move in with someone, you kind of have to find a way to meet halfway. So I was like, can you please bring it up a notch and I'll bring my like, you know, personality about this and how I get mad about it down a notch and (laughs) let's find a way to mesh. And we did after a long long time (laughs) that was probably one of the hardest points in our relationship actually it for sure was we will both admit that like very openly but but my whole point in all of this is just to say once he started like picking up at the end of the day a bit more or like he used to like be cool with just like leaving dishes in the sink overnight and just like doing them the next night which to me I was like oh I cannot and once he kind of started being more like picking up after himself and our things, he did admit to me that it does feel better. Like it's just like a mental load taken off. And I don't know if he said it in those exact words, but he, 
He has, Audrey, like, it's a mental load <laughs> taken off of my shoulders when yeah. I put the dishes up. He told you me, are right Audrey, about everything. Audrey, you're right. You're beautiful. And perfectness romanticizes my life just like you, my love. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just writing like my own like fan fiction for my life. So, but he, he did, it wasn't a personality thing. I think that even if you think like, oh, it's going to take all this time, it really doesn't like, if you give yourself five minutes to tidy up, you will tidy up in five minutes and you will feel so much better. Yeah. And this brings me actually <laughs> to my, like one of my newest obsessions that could have been like a loving today that fits in with this. And is like so good for romanticizing your life. I've fallen Ooh. in love with linen spray. And in the morning wow. when I make my bed, cause I have made my bed now every morning without fail since like the start of COVID. Like it's just become a habit. I never don't do it. I've started spraying just like a couple sprays of linen spray. I got, I have the Laundress one is the brand I have. And then I um, just ordered some from PF Candle Co too. And then I'll spray a little bit on my couch. At, like after I do a clean and it's just like, I don't know, it's just Luckily. a little extra special touch and it just feels special. And they do that on below deck too. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> to Having- bring it back to so many things in this episode. And below deck, anytime they're cleaning the guest cabins, they always make the beds and do a little spritz. spritz Full circle. Beds. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the next one. Building on that. So keep not only keeping your space clean. I know these seem like maybe counterintuitive and like not romantic to get your like multi-purpose cleaning spray out or your duster and your vacuum out, but they actually do really, really help. And the next one that's related to that is organizing your spaces, which again, no shockers here, but I happen to love organizing things. Um, yeah, I think that's what the older I get the same. Yeah. I like, I love, I like offer to John (laughs) to like clean out his like drawers and closet and stuff. He's like, can we not do that right now and he's like, um, literally like i'll just terrible. i'll just do it when you're at work honey goodbye Bye. <laughs> um but no truly having an organized space like whether it's your closet your fridge your pantry your wallet your bathroom it is life-giving and the bonus is that it reminds you of things that you forgot you had like I can't tell you how many times I like get in my closet I'm like oh yeah I love this shirt and I totally forgot about it um, or jewelry or gift cards in your wallet or like random pantry items that are stuffed in the back that you forgot about and you can make something that you really like with it, which maybe I should clean up my pantry to get out of my cooking, right? Now that I am thinking about that, that's yeah. probably a good idea. <laughs> well, the next one is something that I have been very focused on for the last couple of years as someone who like tends to be a little dependent on others sometimes, I have really tried to be, I'm very independent, but I'm also like very dependent at the same time. And You're so I- extroverted, so you like to yeah, be with exactly, people. Exactly, Um, And I like to spend time alone, but I was uncomfortable doing it for a long time. And I started doing things on my own. And I think that has been the biggest way for me to romanticize my life that there is. And that means like, like taking yourself on dates. Yes. And I love it. I, I go to the movies by myself. I love to go on long drive and just like, listen to music, listen to a playlist. I love walking to go get like this, my favorite little matcha drink at the coffee shop kind of by my apartment. And I feel like you can't fully romanticize your life if you're not happy with your life. And you can't be fully happy with your life if you're not able to go do things on your own and feel comfortable and be with yourself, and happy yeah. and safe being by yourself. Yeah. So like go do these things by yourself and then just like soak up the fact that it's just you. Like yeah. soak up the fact that it's you who's going to this and you can be your own company and you can be your own best friend. Yeah. Do these things. Whether and you're I, in a relationship or not, like I'm married and yeah. I – love doing things alone. And it's not just because John and I have different preferences on cleaning. (laughs) (laughs) I truly like, as much as I love doing things with my partner, with my friends, I, I think it's because honestly, I, when I was, let's see my summer after my freshman year, I moved to New York, did not know anyone there. 
lived with complete strangers, like had an internship at a psychotic magazine that I won't go into. Um, and I like just had to get really independent really quickly. And I remember like, just being like, don't have any friends here, but I want to do fun things. So I had to put myself out there and make friends quickly. And also if I wanted to go see a movie or if I wanted to go get a drink or get dinner, I just would go by myself. And I was like, this feels weird, but also like liberating the place. This is the place to do it. And I got really comfortable doing it that summer. I was 19 years old. Like it's the best with a big, with a big ID, but, um, maybe a little bit bolder than some, but my point is that like, I think that whether you are comfortable with it or not, if you can get comfortable with it, it's so fun. Like last weekend I went and got a pedicure by myself. And then I went and read my Kindle at like the ice cream shop next door. I got like a little scoop of ice cream. I was like, this is so nice just yeah. to have an it's hour. Best. It's the yeah. best feeling. My favorite thing in the world and I haven't done it in a while, actually. My favorite thing in the world is to take myself on a coffee date and then go to the movies by myself. That is my favorite yeah. thing in the world. I love it. I love a movie by myself. Oh my John God. does that a lot too, because like he, there's a lot of movies he wants to see that I just you know, may not be interested in. And I'm like, you go and like, enjoy that. And <laughs> you know I'll what? go get my pedicure another day. <laughs> I don't even think I ever like screenshotted this and sent it to you. I think I went to go see the Batman movie and John responded to my story and he was like, please convince Audrey to go see this with me. <laughs> <laughs> Did he go see that by himself? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he ever ended up seeing that one. He's like, but I did There's know. like a Star Wars that came out. He didn't see it recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was, if he didn't see it, I was not there. <laughs> um, but I did see Top Gun with him and that was really good. So yeah. I don't leave him solo all the time. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay. So our next one is, I kind of talked about this last week a little bit with my little like dress phase that I'm going through right now, but getting ready in the mornings, which again, seems like maybe, I don't know, maybe even like a little bit shallow, but I will tell you the days where I actually wash my face. And there have been plenty of days, especially with a young baby and newborn phase, especially where I would literally roll out of bed, slather coconut oil on my face because I had severe postpartum dry skin. <laughs> Just like <laughs> slather my skin with coconut oil. And that was it. I might brush my teeth for the day, maybe not. So those days are fine and those are normal and they happen. Um, but the days where I like wash my face and this whole routine that I do takes less than five minutes. Um, but I will try to like wash my face, put on a tiny bit of makeup and pick out like an actual outfit that makes me feel not even like cute or hot or anything, but just makes me feel like, yeah, it makes me feel like good. Ready to work or like go do something and not feel like confident sink into the couch. Yeah. Yeah. That like just that little tiny, like getting dressed and like putting on some concealer helps you like romanticize your life just because it helps you I don't know like not get so caught up in like yet again like every day being the same and like yeah you you throw some leggings on and you throw your glasses on and you sit down and you do the same thing as you did yesterday but like I was totally in that slump for a long long time and I feel like like just having the stress phase that I'm going through and I like repeat I don't have like a million different clothes to wear I repeat every week but I'll find like now I'm actually putting on like earrings some days and these are all things that just like personally personally in my style that I like but what it whatever it is in your style that you like it doesn't need to be jewelry or dresses or anything like that but just whatever makes you feel like a little bit different and fun and creative and confident that's important too. for me it's literally putting on like an oversized button down and either I'll either tuck it into jeans or I'll put just like bike shorts on because I wear bike shorts like every day of my life and Mm -hmm. even just like pulling it together a little bit and like wearing cute sneakers if I leave like makes me so much more productive but also just makes me feel I don't know just like better about my day and like Mm -hmm. it really helps yeah it really helps more than more than one would think Yes. Yeah. Okay. We have a few more. 
Yes. Uh, so our next one, I love this one. Just I'll let you take it because I do not have a garden. Okay. I wasn't sure whose turn it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I know anything about them? Okay, go. Okay, planning a garden, but not just like, you don't have to have like the big plot of land. Like even when I lived in an apartment, like I would have like a little herb pot with like just basil in it. I know basil is actually kind of hard to keep alive sometimes, but Rose. rosemary. Yeah. Rosemary is a great one and thyme too, to keep alive. And like, you can throw it in more things than you think. Any pasta dish, any skills. Yes. Cocktails. Good idea. Yes. I love a grapefruit rosemary cocktail. Like so good. So just like planting a garden, taking care of it, having that little moment with nature, kind of like getting yourself flowers or like a plant from the grocery store. It's just a sweet, like grounding, soothing way to reconnect. Yeah. Well then our next one is pick a fun new recipe to make. I do this. (sighs) I know Audrey's like, not me, but when you're <laughs> I not in a no, I need that. I need my that. favorite thing to do, me. like, or one of my favorite things to do, because my favorite thing is probably going to see a movie by myself. But one of my other favorite things to do is to like look up some sort of dessert because I'm not even a sweets person, but there's something about baking oh, that is like, you're lucky. Yeah, I well, I could throw down like seven bags of Chex Mix, so I don't know. <laughs> but I love to look like half baked harvest is usually who I go to because her pictures are so pretty. <laughs> but I, like mm-hmm. pick some sort of like fun cake or like I don't know. I have a cookbook called Dessert Person that I like cook out of, and just picking like a fun little recipe, lighting a candle, putting on a cute playlist, or like putting on a TV show on my computer. I do that a lot too, and then I always loved like pick a fun new recipe to make and I like to like give it to people so when I lived in a house Aww. yeah I would go take like brownies over to our neighbors which I love doing that I'm probably not going to do that at my apartment because that feels weird um, <laughs> but a little too close <laughs> a little too weird but something like that and just another like little thing like it's you have to be really intentional too when you're picking like a new recipe you haven't made it before you have to like take the time to measure out the spices and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, take the time to do it. And even just like that little act feels a little bit more like a ritual than mm-hmm. a lot of other things. So yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I need to do some digging. Usually like Pinterest is a good place, but I'm not finding anything in my cookbooks that I want to make, like just browsing on Pinterest. So add that to my romanticized to-do list this week. Um, the next one that we have is to write someone a handwritten note, which I just love this one because I love receiving handwritten notes. My grandma always writes me notes. We used to write them a lot more back and forth to each other, but it's just, again, like a small way to give you like a serotonin boost. It's like, it's nice to just write something and make something with your hands. First of all, same with like cooking or planting something, but, um, also like being able to add joy and thoughtfulness to someone else's day is like a very underrated way to, I don't know, bring your own mood up a little bit. Yeah. I love that. No, I love that one. And then actually I keep saying, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. This is really my favorite. And probably also Audrey's favorite. Romanticize your life by freaking playing hooky from work. Like I, and, and doing only the things that like fill you up, make you happy, like go get a massage, go to your favorite coffee shop, catch up on a book. Like a couple weeks ago, I took the day off of work. I literally only read. I didn't feel guilty. That's the trick. You can't feel guilty. You cannot romanticize your life if you feel guilty about taking time off. But I saw this thing actually on Twitter um, or Instagram or something that was like people in London And it was like, takes off the whole summer. Their out of office reply is like, I'm off for a long summer holiday. Be back when I get back. Yeah, like be back when I get back. Might respond, might not. America, I'm taking two days of PTO to get life-saving kidney surgery. We'll be back in (laughs) office in two days. Like that is so indicative of American culture. And for Mm -hmm. what? You can't, you cannot romanticize your life if you are constantly working. So literally Mm -hmm. take a day off. Literally take a day off and do it like regularly yeah like, like quarterly if not more than that yeah, yeah like 
honestly, I've been trying to take a day off like once a month-ish, which has not always mm-hmm. happened, especially since like I've been traveling a lot. I can't also be like, I'm also going to take the day off. <laughs> but <laughs> try to do it like, yeah, at least quarterly, like Audrey said. And I don't know, just do something that feels exciting and like romantic, yeah. romanticized. For you, yes. Yeah. I love that one. I actually now really only work 40 weeks um, just with like our childcare schedule. And, but my day off is not really like me going to do like play hooky like I'm with my son that day. Um, but it does feel like a little bit lighter, even with that. And I'm like, if you are self-employed and have that freedom to kind of build your schedule, like find ways to build in the schedule you actually desire. Like we could technically bring on our nanny for another day of the week, but I like having my day with Wally and then we kind of ease into the weekend and I get all my work done the rest of the days. And that's a huge privilege that I for sure acknowledge. But I know like if you have a, a typical standard nine to five Monday through Friday job that's probably not accessible but you do likely have PTOs yeah advantage of it and not it doesn't have to be not just just for sickness like exactly like take a PTO day off and like sleep in and then go I don't know go on a hike go to the mall yeah yeah we are not meant to work work all the time time. and like what's the point literally what's the point yeah even if you love your job and feel like you're doing exactly what you're meant to be doing, like you deserve time off. So mm-hmm. that should really be our last one, but we have one more. <laughs> <laughs> one more. <laughs> and that is to switch up your evening routine. This is like a big one for me. Cause I feel like by the end of the day, I'm such a morning person. All my energy like starts out in the morning. I'm ready to go. And it just dwindles throughout the day. So by the end of the day, I'm like, I want to be done. I want to be horizontal and just mm-hmm. done with everything by the end of the day. And there's something about taking like a little extra, not even time or energy, just like care for yourself, like Mm -hmm. switching it up, adding something in that gives you a little bit extra. So whether it's like doing a bath, like that's not adding any responsibility and it's actually like adding more just caring for yourself or doing like a little face mask. I did a face mask last night because I had to hold laundry (laughs) at the same time. Um, but I was like, why not just like do something that I don't typically do and make this a little bit nicer. Yeah. And, um, it really I'm was it. Like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or whether it's like reading and journaling instead of doing watching TV or I don't know, at night, sometimes I'll just like paint my nails before I like get in bed and listen to a podcast, whatever, whatever it is that adds like just a little bit of care before you go to bed that I think is just always a nice thing yeah I love that I love that well we hope that you are feeling nice and inspired to (laughs) fantasize your life yeah tomorrow I I am I'm like I I know I'm like what can I do all of these this this next month or two or three or four um I also no I catching myself in this viewfinder and my teeth are bright purple oh I didn't even know <laughs> yeah I'm like seeing She's the shadow her red wine <laughs> I'm romanticizing with a glass of cab while I record this podcast cab always gets your teeth there's like little wine wipes we'll get oh, yeah. you some when you're here in wine country they sell them at like the little shops around here love it <laughs> But yeah. we hope that this was just a little, I don't know, special little inspiration for you to do the same and stop, I don't know, taking life so seriously and making yeah. it more special instead. And share with us, we'll do like a Instagram story or something like question box. Share with us your favorite ways to romanticize yeah. your lives because there are millions of other ways. These are just like, we just did like a brain dump of all of our favorites. Um yeah things that we like to do but I know there are so many others so it'd be fun to kind of share those community wise community (laughs) romanticizing 
Yeah. I don't know why I thought that was going to sound catchier when I said it, and it literally <laughs> was just two words. But okay. well, like we said, it's the end of the day, and our uh, it's nine forty p.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah, I know. I'm actually like I'm like exhausted. It's not even eight p.m. here, but um, okay. she's she's on federal time. Well, we got it, and we hope you guys have a great rest of your a great rest of your Wednesday, <laughs> and you romanticize it, and we will see yes. you next week. Romanticize the shit out of it. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.